Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Friday, April 15th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 TV10 streaming live on the TV10 Facebook as well as at WRNR underscore Sports Mix on Twitter. Show sponsored in part by Brown Funeral Home. Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Dubuinick, Colin McLaughlin are interns? Technically not an intern anymore. Oh, really? Avery Newport, happy to have you with us here. We've got a big show today. Uh, as we've mentioned, we will not be on the air for the sports mix all next week. We will be down in Myrtle Beach to cover the Mingo Bay Classic, which features five of the six EPAC baseball teams. Uh, we've talked about that schedule a lot. Um, so no show next week. We'll be on from 12 or 12.08 right now until 1.30. We'll be joined here in about uh, five or so minutes by head coach of the Martinsburg Bulldogs baseball team, Aaron Byler, they're trying to get a win tonight, and it's a big night. It's a special night down at P.O. Faulkner Park. We'll have the coverage for you starting at an early 6.30 p.m. As um, I see you're changing to co-host the Avery Newport title. All right, well, it's a special night down at P.O. Faulkner Park as they're honoring uh, the late assistant coach, Brett Twig, who passed away at the end of last year. They're renaming the indoor hitting facility after him so we'll talk to coach byler about how tonight's gonna go and you know what it means for them to change the name or you know add a name to the hitting facility we'll do that here in about a few minutes and at 115 we'll be joined uh by the uh i guess he's now been in, in his post for one month and one this is he started march 14th uh, that is the new athletic director at Marshall University, Christian Spears, to talk about a lot that's going on now in Marshall Athletics. Uh, the move to the Sun Belt, having to get the turf up on the football field, they're replacing it. Uh, they're doing a whole turf redo, uh, and they're letting fans choose which one. There's three options. We'll talk about that and more with uh, the new athletic director at Marshall University. But let's uh, talk some uh, EPAC baseball, softball. We'll kind of do a uh, just around the EPAC baseball-wise from last night, and then we'll get in a little recap from Collins' call last night with Jim Klein. In EPAC baseball, Washington shot out Clear Spring out of Maryland 1-0. The lone run came as Ty Broughton doubled in Brandon Dunbar in the second. Patriots are now 8-2. They're off until they begin the Mingo Bay Classic on Tuesday. Musselman knocked off Moorefield. 11 to 1 to improve to 10 and 5 on the season. Jason Myers got the start on the bump for the Appleman. He went the distance in, I believe it was five innings or six innings, and five hits, one run, striking out 12. And at the plate, he had a solo homer. Uh, Jefferson knocked off Frankfurt 12 to 4. They're now 16 and 1. They face Greenbrier East to the doubleheader this afternoon. And Hedgesville beat Hampshire 14 to 3 to improve to 10 and 5. They host Greenbrier East tomorrow for a doubleheader. So Greenbrier East getting. Uh, I believe they've been up here now two weekends. They'll get uh, they'll get teams from the Eastern Panhandle. I believe uh, they were up here a while ago and had Spring Mills and potentially Washington. No, not somebody else. I can't remember who. Musselman, I believe. Uh, but that's going on tomorrow. Um, Colin, we'll talk about the game last night. Saw a pretty interesting thing, an inside-the-park Grand Slam, right? Yeah, it was uh, pretty cool. 
it was just a what at first seemed to be a fly ball into right field and the ball just kept carrying over the uh, right fielder's head so it was uh crew santos for musselman got her first career uh home run on her senior night and it turned out to be a grand slam as well musselman just absolutely dominated yesterday against uh martinsburg which is what most people expected in the uh game ellie sloan on the mound did well 10 strikeouts for the uh lady appleman the first two winnings all the outs were strikeouts and from there she just kept going kept her team alive at first it was kind of close up until that third inning and that's kind of what we've seen from martinsburg it seems like third inning is when they just uh start to implode they're competitive for the first couple innings and i I don't know what happens to them after that but they allowed seven runs in the third seven more in the fourth and that's when we got to the 16 nothing mercy rule win for musselman and their pitcher got hurt too, so that didn't help Martinsburg when they had that injury. Because uh, you know she was pitching pretty well, and like you said, it was a competitive game. But then after that, uh, Musselman really pulled away, and uh, you know, Martinsburg really couldn't do much to stop them. So, uh, kind of what we expected. I think that Musselman would win. I don't know if we expected a run rule, but it just seems like Martinsburg can't uh, keep up, like you said, Colin, yeah. for a full game. I would definitely agree, like as Colin mentioned, and I'm pretty sure that pitcher was the one that pitched in that Spring Mills game, and she also got hurt. So Yes. So I don't know if it's a continuous injury or if it was a new one. Don't want to speculate, but hope that uh, Cook is okay soon and she can continue her season. I mean, she is young. Both pitchers are that we saw last night there in Abby Hannon and Dacia Cook for Martinsburg. So you hope that they have a uh, – great career there but when you're a freshman that gets lit up every single night by the opposing team it's tough to build confidence and that's really what they need to uh hopefully get better is continue to build confidence that's what you always want out of a pitcher and when there's errors by your team or a lack of offense it's kind of hard to get confidence whenever these struggles continue yeah definitely and uh, with that we will hit the first break of the day segment sponsored in part by parsons ford ken parsons ford in martinsburg we became number one by making you number one first go to parsonsford.com for more on the other side of this two minute break we'll be joined by martinsburg baseball head coach aaron byler special night at p.o faulkner tonight as they honor their late assistant coach brett twig talk with coach byler about that and uh the game tonight when we come back after this two minute break you're tuning to the sports mix on talk radio wrnr and tv 10 you should have somehow realized what you gotta do i don't believe that I- with four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area take parsons ford with huge savings on hundreds of new fords financing from zero percent parsons goal of financing for all and parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make parsons number one for used cars too see why so many won't buy anywhere but parsons ford in martinsburg we became number one by making you number one first parsons Let's go! Drink some beers! Not a near grill and pub! 
Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Larry DeMarco team at Modern Realty Results believes buying a new home requires a dedicated team that cares about your needs and concerns. Our experienced team is from the area, and we care about this community because it is our home as well. Whether it's a $30,000 home or a $3 million home, we will be hands-on and invested throughout the entire process. Thinking of buying or selling in West Virginia? We've got the tri-state area covered. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood helps you build your safety skills with our defensive handgun one course taught by NRA certified instructors. You must have already completed the basic handgun course as a prerequisite for this course. Valley Guns 2 will conduct this class Saturday, April the 23rd. Valley Guns 2 is also accepting registrations for the defensive rifle carbine one course April 24th. Classes beginning April 3 will be held at the Valley Guns 2 Firearms Training Center located in Bloomery, West Virginia. Find out more at valleyguns2.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. We'll have coverage for Martinsburg Baseball tonight, 6.30 pregame show time. 7 p.m. first pitch, probably maybe a little bit after, but it's special night at P.O. Faulkner Park honoring their late assistant coach, Brett Twig. We're now joined on the program by head coach Aaron Byler. And coach, obviously the last few games haven't gone like you've wanted to, but tonight's a special night for you guys at P.O. Faulkner. Yeah, I mean, obviously uh, Jefferson and Washington, although we were competitive in both games, we didn't didn't come out on the right side of that. Um, Those games are over with, and we're moving forward. And, and yes, like you said, we have a very special night tonight. And, Coach, uh, when did you guys decide to name uh, the building after Coach Twig and uh, what will it be like to honor him tonight? Well, I mean, let me just first say that that, that Brett Twig was a, was very uh, instrumental in, in me being here at Martinsburg. Um, uh, he, he means a whole lot to me. Um, I, you know, I, I feel like I can't do enough to honor his memory. Um, something that I talked to Mr. Sherman about um, when we found out that Brett didn't have very much longer with us. Um, and, uh, um, excuse me. Um, just uh, we were able to show Brett uh, the picture um, of what the facility was look like, and uh, and to say he was grateful is a big understatement. Coach Baller, I know we can hear the uh, emotion in your voice, and I know you probably didn't want to get all emotional uh, here now. Maybe wanted to wait until later tonight. But what were uh, some of your favorite memories with uh, Coach Wig? If you could share it with our listeners. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a story, and, and uh, probably one I'll share tonight if I can get through it. Um, I coached in Pennsylvania for, for seven years prior to coming here and, and uh, decided that I had had enough um, and, w- and was ready to move on. And, 
And Brett and his wife, Mary Beth, actually, Mary Beth is my cousin. And uh, we were actually on vacation, and uh, they talked me into applying for a job in Berkeley County. And uh, a year after that, um, I was home for the summer, and Brett gave me a call. And I was actually sleeping at the time, and and he called the house and and had my mom wake me up. And and he said, Aaron, he said, uh, the job's open at Martinsburg High School to coach baseball, and, and they really want you to apply. And and uh, I ended up doing that and uh, am forever grateful for him giving me that call and, and giving me the opportunity, Martinsburg High School giving me the opportunity here. And, and Brett is just a, someone that, that I will always be uh, indebted to for that. And, and, you know, one of my best friends and, and somebody that I could always talk to uh, when things were good and when things were bad. Um, and nobody loved Martinsburg High School and nobody loved Martinsburg High School baseball more than Brett. So honoring him and dedicating the hitting facility to him is, is in my mind, the least we could do. And, and I'm just thankful that we were able to do it and are able to do it. So what else is going to take place tonight uh, for people that are there that can see it? Cause obviously you're going to let people see the hitting facility, but you can't kind of take that down to the field. So what's the ceremony going to be like? Uh, we're going to bring his wife and his daughter and his immediate family onto the field. Um, um, Mr. Trent Sherman's going to say a few words, and his good friend um, Trey Arvon is going to say a few words as well. Uh, we have a special video um, that'll be on the video board as we officially dedicate the facility uh, in his honor. And then uh, his daughter Ellie's going to going to throw out the the first pitch tonight. So, so we hope it's very special. Uh, we hope that a lot of people attend, and, and we hope that we can just make this night um, as good as possible in his memory. To continue on the uh, topic, we know that there are shirts, hoodies, and everything uh, for sale in his honor. Can you tell our viewers as well how they could uh, purchase them if they would like to do so still? Yeah, we did a pre-order uh, for shirts that, that was um, greatly greatly appreciated, and, and, and a lot of orders were in, and all those proceeds will go to a future Brett Twig Memorial Scholarship. Um, we will have shirts available for sale here. Um, we will also be doing a 50-50 drawing, and, and that money will go to the scholarship as well. Any uh, Brett, Brett and Brett's dad, Pooner, were greatly involved in Martinsburg Little League, um, so we reached out to them. They were able to, to cancel all games for tonight, encourage all Little League players to come. Any Little League player wearing their jersey um, will uh, get in for free tonight as well. And Coach, uh kind of obviously we're going to move past this but it means so much obviously you want to have your team come out on top tonight uh what have you guys been doing the last couple days to try to prepare to uh kind of turn things around tonight well honestly we've been resting um we both our practices we had this week were light um we have some guys beat up we have some guys that were battling illness um just trying to get as healthy as we can and, and be able to put as many starters in the lineup as possible um, we'll be without Joe Paulson again tonight. Um, Isaiah Morris is unfortunately unable to play as well uh, due to his suspension. Um, Caleb Edwards, although he's dealing with a hamstring injury, um, he wants the ball tonight. Um, he had told me a, a long t- a while back that that uh, just a little side story that that his mom was one of Brett's hospice nurses. Um, so he's uh, he wants to pitch tonight, and and I'm going to let him go out there for as many innings as his hamstring will allow. 
um, we're just going to compete because uh, Brett, you know, competed his whole battle um, with with cancer, and uh, and we're just going to try to honor him and the way we compete and the way our, we handle ourselves on the field tonight. And you mentioned too, obviously, the kids have a big connection with Brett. So, uh, and Caleb in particular, there. Um, how much do you think that that will help them come out tonight and, like you said, kind of battle through everything that's going on with the team with injuries and stuff like that? Well, it's definitely going to be very emotional early on. Um, we can't let our emotions get the best of us. We just have to make sure that we're playing baseball the right way. Um, you know, I don't. baseball is kind of ga- a game where you don't want to get too high and you don't want to get too low, so we can't let that affect us. Um, no secret, we need to win tonight. After two losses, we need a, a conference win tonight. Um, and I got confidence in the guys that will be on the field, um, and some of them playing because of injury, and others have been with us, um, you know, in the lineup all year. So, uh, got a confidence in all those guys, and we're just going to com- come out tonight and compete like crazy. Another EPAC game today against Spring Mills. What have you seen from them as of late? I mean, I think they're getting better. Uh, they won at Greenbrier East. Uh, they beat Hampshire the other night. Um, they kind of have uh, the Herndon kid as their, you know, Friday night pitcher. And, you know, he's very capable pitcher. Um, so they're going to come in here, and just because it's a special night for us doesn't mean they're going to lay down and, and let us just walk away with a victory. So we're going to have to play hard and, and do the right things. And then you have a game tonight, two games tomorrow, then it's off to Myrtle Beach for the Mingo Bay Classic. Uh, obviously, as a coach, you don't like to look too far ahead, but what are you looking for your team uh, from your team when you're down there? Well, first off, we got to worry about tonight, and we got to worry about Williamsport and Smithsburg tomorrow, um, both very competitive teams. Um, as far as the Myrtle Beach trip, uh, we're in the A bracket this year. Uh, we play our pool play games are against three uh, private academy schools. And if you just do a little bit of research on them, you'll see they have uh, quite a few college commits um, on their rosters, all three of them. Um, so we're going to have our hands cut out for us there. But, you know, we're looking to get in the way. The baseball season's a grind. Uh, Myrtle Beach is a nice opportunity to go down there and be able to only focus on baseball for a short period of time and kind of enjoy each other and kind of enjoy being away a little bit as well. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you later today. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Coach Byler. Again, tonight's special night there at P.O. Faulkner Park honoring the late assistant coach Brett Twig, renaming the hitting indoor hitting facility after him. Uh, we'll be there for the game, as I just mentioned. Special pregame time, 6.30. We'll carry the whole ceremony for you, and uh, I believe we'll be able to tap into the audio there so you'll hear the clear audio from uh, the PA and every all the part of the ceremonies. And uh, I don't know if Nick was able to throw up a little video of the, the uh, hitting facility with the sign that I was able to grab the other day. Uh, but there it is as I was walking back to the van to grab something during right before the game started. I was like, wow, it's, it looks really sharp, and and I obviously it means a lot to him. So um, you'll be able to see it from afar. I don't know how if you'll be able to go up and see it, but what a great uh, thing that they were able to do there at Martinsburg to honor uh, the, late head, or the late assistant coach, Brett Twig. Yeah, it'll be a very emotional night tonight for everybody there. You could already hear it in uh, Coach Byler's 
voice a little bit when we just talked with him, but hopefully the emotion isn't uh, too much in that Martinsburg can still, uh, as Coach Byler said, compete tonight and uh, get the win that they really need this week because we talked about it at the beginning of the week. These were three big games since they're all against EPAC opponents. I said you'd be happy if you went 2-1, and one, ecstatic if you were 3-0. and oh. Well, right now they're 0-2. They dropped it to... Uh, Jefferson and Washington already this week, and you don't want to be 0-3 and have a possibility of uh, disaster starting for this Bulldog team. Yeah, it's definitely a tough situation for Martinsburg. Obviously, you know they're trying to play in honor for Coach Twig, but um, you also got to keep those emotions in check and get a win over Spring Mills, who, like we said before, while record-wise they don't look to pose much of a threat, um, they are a solid team. They have you know, a good pitcher in Herndon, who I would imagine is pitching tonight for them. And if he's on his game, he can really get you out of your game. And, uh, you know, Martinsburg has struggled to hit the baseball just in general recently. So, you know, hopefully they're able to play well tonight and honor Coach Twig, but it's really a game that could go either way. And both these teams are looking for a big EPAC win. So uh, emotions will be high, and it, it should be a great contest to uh, witness. All right, well, that'll conclude what is the second segment of the show. The first half hour of the show will be on for another hour, special hour and a half edition of the show today as we're off from the show all next week as we'll be down in South Carolina for the Bingo Bay Classic, broadcasting multiple games a day. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Thanks to uh, head coach Aaron Byler for coming on and talking to us. I know it was kind of probably hard a little bit there emotional wise uh, but we'll talk with him again before tonight's game and segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store not just a supply store any longer Cabinets and Designer Bending Outdoor Living is family owned and operated located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg go to Orsini's.com for more we'll be back in two minutes we'll talk uh, the NBA next you're tuned into the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's Orsini's.com. Are you at risk for a heart attack or stroke? WV Medicine would like to remind you it's important to recognize the signs and symptoms so you can seek medical attention FAST. The acronym FAST stands for F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, and T, time to call 911. If you are having a stroke, get medical attention right away. Immediate treatment may decrease the risk of disability and prevent death. This important message is brought to you by WVU Medicine. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
Not sure where to go or who to trust with your flooring project? And start with Trips Flooring, proudly serving the area for more than 25 years. Specializing in floor sanding and refinishing, along with installation of new flooring, including hardwood, tile, vinyl, laminate, carpet, and the hottest trend in flooring luxury vinyl, tile, and luxury vinyl plank. Are you on a budget? Check out their warehouse, cash and carry, or call 304-229-7009, or visit them online at tripsfloorsanding.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR. 106.5 106.5 FM AM 740 TV 10, Comcast Channel 10, Berkeley and Jefferson Counties. Streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page, as well as at WRNR underscore Sports Mix. We're just joined in the last segment by Martinsburg baseball head coach Aaron Byler. Special night tonight at P.O. Faulkner Park, honoring the late assistant coach Brett Twig, renaming or naming the hitting faci- indoor hitting facility after him. And his daughter will throw out the first pitch. We'll have a special half-hour pregame show. We'll get on at 6.30 instead of 6.40. We'll take you through the whole ceremony. We'll have the audio in as well. Um, So it'll be a special night there. Thanks to Coach Byler for coming on and kind of going, you know, getting through the emotions of of talking about that because I know it was really hard to talk about, especially that story he talked about. I did not realize how much of a proponent Coach Twig was in getting coach byler the head coaching job and to the area uh but uh be an emotional night tonight at p.o faulkner park and uh now we'll turn our attention to the nba as uh playoffs getting ready to begin officially with round one this weekend but uh believe there's more playing games tonight guys yeah, there are more playing games. It's the uh, these are the eighth seed games tonight. So whoever wins these games will officially clinch the eighth and final seed in the uh, the postseason picture. So uh, I I think both of these games should be pretty competitive for the most part. Both of these games are at seven thirty ESPN Hawks and Cavs for the East eighth seed. Uh, Atlanta favored by two. I love how these lines change in 24 hours. We talk about them the day before, and the lines already changed a little bit. Uh, then at 10 p.m., TNT for the West 8th seed, Pelicans and Clippers. Clippers favored by four in that one. Uh, well, so. the line might change for that game, too, because I don't know if you guys saw, but there was breaking news about the Clippers-Pelicans game. I was going to get to that. All Paul right. George yeah. has entered the health and safety protocols. I'm presuming that means he has tested positive. Well, they're not going to win. And he'll miss Friday's game versus the Pelicans. Yeah, well, then that changes a little bit of my predictions. Well, Pelicans will win that game, I think, without Paul George. Yeah. Because uh, that's really the only guy the Clippers have right now in terms of the star player closer down the stretch uh, with no Kawhi Leonard. So we don't get to see playoff P? Presuming they lose tonight? That's disappointing. Um, and then the other games are really a toss Even up. if they win, you might not see him. You don't know how long he'd be out with the health and safety protocols. Yeah. yeah. Feels like that hasn't happened like in a long time. Where you Forever. People getting, or yeah. at least a big-time player where they yeah. have to post about it. But... Um, the other game's really a toss-up between Cleveland and Atlanta. Atlanta proved that experience matters 
when they beat uh, Charlotte the other night. And I think they get it done today. Uh, initially, I was pretty high on the Cavs. I think it's you know a competitive game, but I just think the Hawks, a little bit more experienced team, used to this kind of situation. And I think they get this win, but it, it could really go either way. I think Trey Young, though, in the playoffs takes it to another level. This is pretty much the playoffs, so uh, he'll play at a high level tonight, and that will help the Hawks get this win. Yeah, because, you know, you, you look at the Hawks last year, and they were two games away from the NBA Finals. I mean, they've got the most experience out of any of these remaining play-in teams. So I think that definitely kind of gives them the edge. But again, tonight's a road game for them. They're going to be in Cleveland. Uh, and road games are always more difficult, even if it's not officially the playoffs yet. Uh, the Cavs are fighting for their season. You know, they're going to come out and I'm sure bring as, as much energy as they can. Um so it's it's certainly going to be a tough contest, but if I had to pick who's going to win, I'd probably pick the Hawks. Just one, because of the experience they have, this Cavs team is super young and talented, but they this iteration of the team has not been in the playoffs before. And, uh, you know, I, I give them a lot of credit because they fought back against Brooklyn in the seven-seed game, and they really made that game as competitive as it could have been late. Uh, but they just they couldn't close it out. They they you know let KD and, and Kyrie do their thing down the stretch, which I think kind of shows the inexperience that they have. So I like the talent. I like the young players, the young core that they have developing there. Darius Garland and Evan Mobley are are two really fun players to watch. I think they're going to be a good duo for a long time in this league. But just in this you know this year in this year's plan, I think the Hawks have more experience. I think they have a better crunch time player who's been in you know the bright lights of the playoffs before and Trey Young and I think that will probably be enough to get Atlanta over the top I agree I think they absolutely dominated the Hornets last game I mean 132-103 the offense was really clicking had six guys in double figures as we talked about a couple days ago and I feel like it's going to be another full team effort like that tonight I don't really see anybody on the Cavs that's going to be able to stop Trey Young and the rest of the uh, Atlanta Hawks team tonight and I think they get it done on the road and even though the uh, spread right now is two I I think uh, the Hawks will win by more than that yeah I tend to agree with that I think the Hawks uh, obviously we talked about it yesterday I think the Hawks have a big advantage in this one I do think the spread will end up being more than two all right, Pelicans, I mean, it's kind of hard to, you know, win by less than two. There's only one other number that you can do to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just came in my head. I'm like, I think they can win by more than two. I'm like, well, yeah, there's only one way that you win. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, the other game, Pip- Clippers, Pelicans, as we just mentioned, uh, no uh, Paul George for the Clippers. Changes. The- I'm surprised the line hasn't changed. Yeah, not yet. It will. It, it, it when you get will. more people realizing that he's going to be out, they're going to start shifting the money in Vegas over That's to true. the Pelicans. So very true. But with I, that, the I, I think the Pelicans have, have the best shot tonight with no Paul George. I don't know. I mean, I, I even with the news that Paul George won't be playing, I still think it's kind of a toss-up. Frankly, I mean, Paul George has been obviously a key contributor to the Clippers' recent success. They ended the regular season on a hot streak. You know, they uh, obviously lost to Minnesota in the seven-seed game, but I felt like Minnesota was a better team. So, 
you know, he he's obviously a huge contributor on that team. He's a superstar player. He's an All NBA player. But they've also had to play a lot of this season without him, and they've obviously played all of the season without Kawhi Leonard. So, you know, they've proven that at the very least they can tread water without their star players around. Reggie Jackson has really stepped up and emerged, just kind of a leading scorer on that team. Um, they've they've got a nice little young core of players there too. They've got some good bench depth. They've had some some younger guys, some unheralded guys, kind of step up and play into bigger roles. So, while it looks like right now the odds are kind of stacked against them because they don't have their superstar in the lineup, I still think they're going to give the Pelicans quite a fight, especially since the Pelicans have had a lot of issues themselves, and they've had issues with health, they've had issues with, I mean, good lord, the whole Zion situation is still ongoing, and that still kind of had a cloud over that whole organization, so I don't know. To me, it, it's certainly a toss-up. I think either one of these teams could could win this game. Who would you take? I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna go with the Clippers, even without Paul George. I think the Pelicans make some mistakes down the stretch. I think the Clippers clamp down and play some good defense, and they they close it out late. It'll be really close. Uh, neither team is gonna have a huge advantage at any point, but I think the Clippers something out and find a way to uh to win it i'm gonna go with the pelicans but i could i kind of could see what you're saying here avery that the clippers could definitely still make it close uh last time clippers played the pelicans it was 119-100 victory for uh the clippers and, and george really didn't have that great of a game he only scored 15 points and, and shot the ball poorly from the floor uh, but I, I do think New Orleans gets the win without PG because I just think that in this type of game and, and this kind of atmosphere and what you're going to need with the playoffs on the line, you need that star player. And if you don't have a guy like that, especially to George's defense is really a big part of his game. So uh, McCollum and Ingram could have a field day tonight without uh, PG there to maybe throw them off their game uh, defensively. So I think that plays a big factor. Uh, I do think the Pelicans, like I said the other day, have have a decent team. They, they're missing a piece, and that piece is obviously Zion. Uh, but even without him, you know, C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram isn't a bad one-two punch. Uh, they have good size down low. So I think they can find a way to get this win, even though initially I would have definitely taken the Clippers to win this game. I think George is that big of an impact that he being out uh, will lead to a Pelicans victory. All right, well, Avery wasn't on the show yesterday. Had some stuff going on. So uh, what we did yesterday on the show is we picked each game or each series in the first round. So lightning round, you're going to say, I'll I'll give you the the matchup. You're going to say who wins and how many games. Oh, okay. I like this. This sounds pretty fun. Okay. (laughs) We didn't do this yesterday, but it's just so we don't have to go through and spend minutes uh, because we all picked ours yesterday. All right, so starting it off, 1 p.m. tomorrow on ESPN, uh, Jazz Mavericks. So who you have in the series, how many games? Uh, I say Mavericks in five. All right, Ooh. there you go, Mavericks in five. Luca, Luca going to be back? Yeah, Luca will be back, and even with Luca still kind of hobbled, the Jazz are a train wreck right now. Uh, I, I really can't – I mean – Obviously, they've got a lot of talent. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are are great, but together they've had a lot of personal issues over the years, and 
I just foresee a messy breakup between that team by the end of this season. So, yeah, I don't know. They've they've always struggled in the playoffs too. So I'll I'll pick the Mavs even with Luca that you know might not be fully healthy. All right, next game we'll just go through as they start three thirty tomorrow. ESPN Timberwolves Grizzlies. I will pick the Grizzlies in six. All right, there you go. David Wood, our one of our favorite listeners, he will not be happy with that pick as he's a Timberwolves, he's a Timberwolves fan. fan yeah. 6 p.m. ESPN Raptors, 76ers. That's a toss-up. That's a, that's a hard one. The Sixers have had a lot of issues this year. Of course, you know they've, they've traded for James Harden, but they have very little bench depth. They're going to have to rely so, so much on Harden and Embiid to carry that team by themselves. And I think Toronto has a, a more balanced team. I think they have a different group of scorers that can lead them. So, you know what? I, I'm i going to pick the 76ers, but I think it's going to go seven. Okay, there I we go. I think the Raptors are going to give them a real difficult series, and they're going to have to scrap, and Harden and Embiid are going to have to combine for 70 every night to, to win it. All right, final game of Saturday, 8.30 on ABC, Nuggets and Warriors. This is the uh, the injury series, right? I mean, both these teams have had injury issues all year. And, uh, you know, there's still a question as to whether Steph is going to be healthy for the Warriors to come back or if he might have to, to wait until game two or later in the series. So I, I'll, I'll pick the Warriors. I'll pick the Warriors in six. I think that Nikola Jokic is going to be the MVP when it's all said and done. But... This team is really just kind of him and four other guys on the floor, and they've had so many injuries, and I just don't know if Nikola Jokic by himself is going to carry the Nuggets to to beat Golden State, who's, you know, they're the Warriors. It's hard to beat them in the playoffs. There you go. Now moving to Sunday, 1 p.m. TNT, your winner of tonight's East play-in game versus the Heat. I will probably – so just based on my – prediction earlier if the Hawks win uh and they play Miami in the playoffs I will pick the Heat but I also think that game that series is going to be really close I'll probably say Heat in six because again the Hawks have playoff experience they made their magical conference final run last year so the Hawks will give them a fight again the Hawks have had their own chemistry problems this year so that might interfere a bit with how competitive the series might be but the Heat have had their own problems, too. I mean, it seems like there are a lot of teams this year that have had internal issues. Um, and who knows how that could affect teams in the playoffs. So with that said, though, I'll, I'll pick Miami in six. All right. Uh, Sunday, 3.30 on ABC, Nets and Celtics. Uh, I'm going to pick Brooklyn, and I think Brooklyn wins it in six. He's, he, Col- he's joining Colin's in on the I'm, I told you so I'm train. sorry, Colin, yeah. but... The, just wait. the Celtics' lack of, of interior defense without Rob Williams, I think, is just going to kill them in the series. KD and Kyrie looked so good in that play-in game against Cleveland that, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like this Nets team, they're healthy at the right time. They're getting the best performances out of their best players. This is the Nets series to win, in my opinion. All right. Uh, Bulls and Bucks, 630 TNT Sunday. Uh, I think the Bucks win in a sweep, four straight. Wow! Uh, Chicago, sweep. yeah, Chicago is. The Bulls have had a funky season because they got off to such a good start this year. They were the top team in the East for most of the most of the season, and then 
Lonzo Ball got hurt, and they just completely fell apart. You know, when the calendar switched to 2022, they just they couldn't tread water. Their defense fell off. Their scoring was was not as good. DeMar DeRozan had such a good start to the season and tapered off by the end. So, yeah, they're just they're one of the coldest teams entering the playoffs. And the Bucks are the defending champions. They have Giannis. They have most of their championship core still with the team. And I frankly don't think this series is going to be very competitive. I think Milwaukee wins it in four. All right, final playoff series. It's your West playing versus the Suns, 9 p.m. Sunday TNT. Uh, so if the Pelicans win tonight, then really, honestly, it doesn't matter who wins this game. Yeah, it game. doesn't. We, that's what we were talking about yesterday. The playing games, it really doesn't really matter who wins them because it's going to be hard for them to beat the uh Beat the Suns, so yeah, certainly, certainly in the West. I mean, in the East, I, I feel like the eighth seed game. Uh, you know, I feel like the eighth seed will be competitive with the Heat, but I don't think that's the case in the West. I mean, the Suns are just far and away the best team in the NBA this year. They've got so much bench bench depth. They've got a great core. They offensively, defensively, efficiency wise, they are just leaps and bounds better than anyone else in this league. So. You know, whoever wins tonight, I see them maybe stealing a game from the Suns, uh, but it'll be Phoenix in four or five, most likely. All right, there you go. That is Avery's playoff predictions. Yeah. From that, the first you got that's the finals kind of and how many games. <laughs> yeah, we did that as well. Yeah, we oh, come that. on, we can't forecast too far. Jeez. We'll get uh, that to that later on. Yeah. Uh, but we all did it. one in the finals? That's Equality. True. He's an employee. All right, well, yeah, if everyone else did it, then it's only fair. So uh, I'll go Suns over, Suns over Nets. What? Suns over Nets in seven. I don't think Brooklyn's going to go that far. I think they're not making it out of the first round. The rest of the no, East, yeah. the rest of the East just doesn't look all that impressive to me, frankly. I think a lot of teams have flaws. The only teams that I see that could realistically win the East are the Bucks and the Nets. And you know, the Bucks barely beat Brooklyn last year. I think Brooklyn's going to be fired up for that series. And again, they have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And the Bucks, while they have Giannis, sometimes and Chris Middleton, and Chris Andrew Middleton, Holiday. Andrew Holiday, and that's Lopez. true, but. Again, those guys, sometimes it really comes down to Giannis playing hero ball and carrying that team. And maybe Brooklyn doesn't have the defense to shut them down. But if the Bucks and Nets play in a potential series, I got a gut feeling. I just think Brooklyn is, is going to pull it out this year. So That's like having Virginia Tech in the Final Four. Man. Dang, I, calling I me out. If Virginia Tech had Kyrie and Kevin Durant on Yeah, the team. come on. I mean, those are All two right. of the five best players in the league. That's... Well. Not playing maybe long. ten, maybe ten. Yeah. We can stretch it out a bit, but all right. So that was your yeah. All right, Suns over uh, We'll get Nick's take on this. Friend of the show, he covers the Capitals and the Wizards for NBC Sports Washington. Andrew Gillis published a story yesterday on NBC Sports Washington. Porzingis says he's at about sixty to sixty-five percent of his potential. Uh, he only played for seventeen games in, for the Wizards after being acquired from Dallas. Um, so if if he's saying he's only at 60 to 65%, he was pretty good in the times that he played for the Wizards this year, Nick. I don't know uh, exactly what he means by that. He was only 60 to 65% healthy. I thought he means like I'm only 60 to 65% of where I'm going to be like when I get to my yeah, That's kind of what I in- interpreted it as, too. 
Well, all, staying staying healthy and so is he that saying he's well. going to be like the leading scorer in the NBA or something? Yeah, I mean he's already a, a pretty good player. I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I definitely think the sky's the limit with uh, Porzingis. I mean he's a seven foot three guy that can dribble and, and shoot and uh, do pretty much everything you want in the game of basketball. He just hasn't quite stayed healthy. If that's what he means is that he's, if he stays healthy, he can be you know a top five player in the league. I, I would agree with that. I that's guess that's what I'm taking years. from it. That's what I've taken from the quotes. He said, quote, I think I'm about, I would say, 65, 60 to 65% of my potential where it can be, so I think I have a good way to go. That's how I look at it. For me, it's going to be continuity, health, continuity on the court, and I feel like that's going to take me to the place where I want to be, end quote. Well, so I like it's that. It's a co- combination. Because it means that he's going to try to continuously get better and prove that he can be uh, a healthy player in this league and if he can do that i think um you know like i said the sky's the limit for porzingis and i certainly hope that he's gonna uh you know stay healthy and be a big part of the wizards because if they have him and they have beal and kuzma they're at least a play-in team yay <laughs> <laughs> sounds so thrilled about that prospect nick the joy of being a wizard. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> with what Nick said, yay. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk uh, professional and semi-professional football. The USS, the USS, USFL, excuse me begins this weekend we'll talk about that and some news around the nfl when we get back after this two-minute break you're tuned to the sports mix on talk radio wrnr and tv 10 hagerstown ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the i-81 corridor we will beat any and all competitors' prices. And we've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepherd Rams quarterback Tyson Bagent. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. Looking for some nightlife? Then look. Look no further. Laddie's Bar and Grill has a full bar and kitchen, pool table, and entertainment with great food at affordable prices. You can dine in or carry out by calling us at 304-263-5233. Laddie's is open Monday through Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. We serve breakfast all day long, and our lunch and dinner specials are posted every day on our Facebook page. So stop on in to Laddie's Bar and Grill located at 107 Lutz Avenue in Martinsburg. 
Hefley Motor Company, just off I-81 at 993 Hedgesville Road, is a family-owned and operated business providing the Eastern Panhandle with the highest quality pre-owned vehicles and customer service since 1997. Hefley is a pre-owned Carfax Advantage dealer. We're proud to be your partner serving the community. You're local, we're local, so why not buy local? Call us at 304-267-7172 or see us at 993 Hedgesville Road. And if you want to sell your car, we buy cars too. Check us out at Hefley.com. Hefley Motor Company, a nice place to do business. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Marriott Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. And uh, personally, by the Heffley Motor Company, I ride with them, so you should too. Uh, Spencer Pudnick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our newly turn- intern-turned summer part-time employee, Avery Newport, happy to have you with us here. We'll talk uh, some professional football, semi, whatever. I don't know how they describe the USFL. Is it technically professional football, guys? Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a pro league, yeah. All right. Well, we will talk about that. Uh, that opens tomorrow night. Uh, Avery, you put it on the topic sheet today. So what do you want to talk about the USFL? Because I'm really not – I haven't really been paying attention about the hype up to it. I know there's – they showed some stuff, like they showed some stuff on their social media last weekend about how they're going to use technology and stuff. But other than that, I really don't know anything about it. Well, I, I mean, I put it on the topic list just because I thought that you know, it's another pro league. Another you know, league is trying this thing out where they play in a spring season and they try, you know, to to capitalize on the football fan, you know, viewership here in this in this country. So, you know. The other attempts by other leagues have failed in the past for various reasons, and I'm just wondering, you know, if if you guys think that this league will, will have something different, or if they're going to suffer the same fate as as everyone else has in the past. And I get that that's kind of you know foreshadowing, and maybe that's a little too negative of you to have on it. But again, I mean, there's just not a good track record of these competitor leagues coming in and having sustained success. And I'm wondering if you guys think that this league will be different or if they won't be. I don't know. I just think – I think the X, the last rendition or whatever you want to call it, the XFL, I think it would have kept going if it wasn't for COVID-19. I agree. So I don't know that we'd be talking about this if COVID-19 didn't happen because I think XFL would be the leading alternative, spring alternative. The biggest question I have is how are they going to make money? Is it just off these – TV and premium deals or whatever they have streaming wise because I'm looking here and yeah you got eight teams for eight cities but this year they're playing all the games there in Birmingham Alabama yeah, and no, confused it's like an event ticketing where you get $10 general admission $25 if you want a premium general admission and I think you can stay for all the games that day and for those prices, it's not going to sell out in Birmingham, I expect. You'll probably get maybe 5,000 fans there, maybe 10,000. I, I don't think it will be unless there's 
players that uh, start doing well that people might want to watch, but you really don't have any headline names that are going to intrigue fans. The only draw is, yeah, it's spring football. And if you're not a fan of baseball, I guess watch this. Yeah, and I mean, they're going to be at a pretty nice stadium. That's a brand new stadium there in Birmingham for UAB that they just recently built. Uh, so the venue's going to be nice. But, but it's I didn't not realize really they were a football town. I didn't realize they were. I didn't realize they were playing all the games in one location. They have a lot of things in Birmingham, though. They have the Senior Bowl in Birmingham. Can't speak. How that. many people go to that? I don't know, but I know that it, there, there's a little bit of football there, man. I mean, what else is there to do in Alabama? Yeah, but if that's there? the only <laughs> guys that are going to come, are they going to be coming every week? Uh, that's a good yeah. question, Colin. The attendance thing is... I mean, I might watch this weekend just to see how it goes. I'm not going to watch a play of this league. That's so... Well, you'll be with your family, so I... Either way, I wouldn't watch a play of this league. I may watch it if I'm bored on Saturday night. No, you're not. So generally, what happens with these leagues, like the first weekend of games, like the opening weekend... They get great viewership for the And most then it part. just falls. And then it just tanks after that because people the are AAF interested. was a similar way, I believe. Yeah, the original XFL was the same way. I mean, you could make a case for the last three or four competitor leagues that have popped up. Like, people watch it the first week because they're interested to see what it's like, to see how it's different from the NFL, you know, just to kind of test it out. And then once they realize that it's not really all that different and that it's kind of the same and the talent level is the same, if not worse, than in the NFL, then, you know, people just don't really care anymore. They don't pay that much attention. I, I was going to say that I think the... Uh, <laughs> what was that? He put I his hand know. up, so I'll let him go. <laughs> I, I was just trying to get in there. But the original XFL, I think, had the right idea. Yeah. If you're going to try to make another football league, you got to make it something ridiculous. Like, just make it over the top, make it entertainment first, football second, because, look, these guys are not that good like i'm not gonna tune into a nfl like league that's not gonna give me the same quality of watching the nfl on sunday even if i had to wait until the fall so just make it something that's either really unique but still football on the field but have like really weird rules that's what i like just make it over the top just make it over the they had the double forward pass the kickoff rule was eh but how are you going to be able to build fan bases when those teams that you gave the city names to aren't playing in those cities. Why Very would true. a fan... Are, the closest team for us is Pittsburgh. Why would aren't the people they playing in Pittsburgh... Playing at Heinz playing, Field. If you could do Heinz, if you could find... If Duquesne or somebody around there has a stadium, use the Riverhound Stadium maybe... I don't know. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. I mean, maybe to me. they I didn't realize they, were, they couldn't all secure the games a lease. In Alabama? Maybe that's the only stadium that they could, you know, get a lease for. Or something. But how are you going to build a fan base for that? You can't. Well, that's you're in, that's an interesting point too, because all of these teams are already in established cities that have NFL teams for the most part. So you already have established fan bases there in Pittsburgh, in Tampa Bay, in Philadelphia, in New Orleans, wherever else these teams are. Yeah, but they're not going to like counter the Steelers like you're not gonna be like oh no I can't root for the Pittsburgh whatever they are because I gotta root for my Steelers it's like you can still root for them if you really yeah. care that much so I don't know if the cities matter I think it's actually a good thing to have cities that are big on football like Pittsburgh is a football city through mm-hmm. through they're not a basketball city they're a baseball city to an they're extent also a and hockey, hockey. City. but they don't really 
So having another football team is a good idea, but like Colin but said, but is it really theirs? If, if you're not, not, I don't there. understand that at all. I did not really know that about the USFL. Um, so yeah, I, the only thing I can think is maybe it cuts down on the expense of the teams traveling as much. Yeah, that or does maybe, only make sense. Maybe they put in that one stadium plan because of COVID or something, and they planned know. this a year or two ago, and they just didn't change the plan, uh, even though the the pandemic has changed since then. Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. We'll pause ten seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Panhandle Leader in Sports Coverage. Talk Radio WRNR, 106.5 FM and AM 740. All right, we're turning everybody else's mic on but mine. We're back here. Let's transition to the NFL. Uh, Colts are signing Stephon Gilmer to a two-year $23 million deal. Uh, he was traded to Carolina last year. Is that what happened, or was he cut? He's traded. He was traded to Carolina last year then uh, became a free agent and now he's with indianapolis i think it's a pretty good get for indianapolis he is kind of getting older there but he's still a great player yeah i kind of forgot uh stefan gilmore was even on the market because there didn't seem to be a whole lot of talk about a former yeah, defensive player of the year. Uh, and it was like oh yeah that's a player <laughs> stefan gilmore he used to be really good um if he can get back to i don't think he'll get back to necessarily what he was in 2018 when he won the award but if he can play at a high level for the Colts, it's definitely a good pickup for them. Even if he's just, you know, an average to above average corner and not like a superstar type corner. Uh, anytime you can get a guy with experience that has played at a high level, I think it's a solid pickup. He's not super old, so it's not like he's at the end of his career. I think he still has a few years left. And they didn't really pay him too much money considering what you would probably play, pay for Stephon Gilmore a few years ago. So... Uh, that's a solid pickup for the Colts. Yeah, I think it was two years, $23 million, if I'm remembering correctly, and I think that's just about accurate for what you want for him. And if you want to extend him, if he does well for you this year, you have the opportunity to do so. I've liked the St- Stephon Gilmore, and I think it's a great fit there in Indianapolis because they were right on the edge of uh, – making a playoff push last year and I think in that division you need to have guys like him on your defense yeah, yeah especially say, to slow down the Jaguars yeah <laughs> and all the firepower all the receivers that they signed in free agency this year uh yeah I think it's a fine sign for them uh you know Gilmore's older he's had some injury issues over the last couple of years and in 2020 uh you know he his last full season with the Patriots his play really fell off and so that's a concern that's reason that's one of the reasons why he was traded to carolina so i still think he's a good player that has something left in the tank but we'll we'll have to see how he fits in with the colts defense all right well that'll do it for this segment of the sports mix on the other side we'll talk uh, some caps and nats before 12 15 we're joined by uh new marshall athletic director christian spears but you're tuning in the sports mix on talk rated wrnr and tv 10 we're back in two minutes to talk caps and nats I'm Sally Hardy. I am asking you to re-elect John Hardy to the West Virginia House. John is my husband of 24 years and an amazing dad to our daughters. I am proud of this hardworking man who runs a successful business, gives back to the community, and is our valuable delegate. John Hardy is a man of values with a heart of service, and he cares about moving West Virginia forward. Re-elect my husband, John Hardy. Visit Delegate John Hardy on Facebook. Paid for by Candidate. 
It's almost spring, and that means golf. I'm Ron Springer, head golf professional at The Woods. Due to its overwhelming success, I'm happy to announce the 6th Annual Tournament Champions. If you've ever considered a golf tournament to raise funds for your organization, now's the time to get on board. Golf tournaments are fun, exciting, and profitable. The Tournament Champions adds to all that and more. For additional information, please call me at 304-754-7222 or visit our website at thewoods.com. Have fun and benefit the community. This is Ben Copenhaver, your local alarm professional at Dynamark Atlantic Security. Did you know that home break-ins are 6% more likely during the day? That's right. The bad guys know when you're away, and they are smarter than you think. Dynamark Atlantic Security has the security solutions for you. Don't commit the error when the game is on the line. Phone me today at 304-671-2158 to learn how to play good defense against the bad guys. Dynamark Atlantic Security. Call today at 304-671-2158. Burke Schultz, Harmon, and Jenkinson, where accident, injury, and disability lawyers with over 120 years combined local trial experience. When injury or illness has stopped you from working, you may be eligible for Social Security disability. Ron Harmon has been winning disability claims for over a quarter of a century. Don't hire some out-of-state firm. Ron Harmon's in Martinsburg. He will meet with you right here in our office. Get a local lawyer you can trust. Call 304-LAWYERS for a free consultation. 304-LAWYERS or 304-263-0900. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix here. The extended edition will be on until 12, or excuse me, 1.30. We're joined here in about uh, seven or so minutes by... The new athletic director at Marshall University, Christian Spears, he's, in this first month, there's been a lot of progress as the AD. We'll see what he's got next uh, when we, he joins the show here at around 1.15. Now we'll talk uh, some Nationals and Capitals. Uh, Nationals fell last night 9-4 to four to the Pirates. Uh, D-Strange Gordon placed on the 10-day DL officially one hour ago. Uh, he was scratched due to an illness. Uh, I believe he's got COVID-19. That's what I believe he was placed on the COVID-19 IL. He'll be eligible to return as soon as he tests negative. Um, They've recalled Donovan Casey from AAA Rochester. But tonight, a special special day around the MLB, Jackie Robinson Day. Jackie Robinson, obviously, trailblazer in his own right. And uh, Nationals and... Pirates tonight, 6.35. Got a weird odd start start time. Still don't understand the start time there. Uh, You go from a normal 7.05 start to a 7.20 start down in Atlanta and now to a 6.35 start. You didn't ask Rob why they they started 6? I did. He said because the owner knows nobody goes to the game, so he'd rather get home early. (laughs) That was his exact response, basically. That is. Uh, But big day around the MLB. You're big on start time, Spencer. What? Why are you so big on these start times? I don't know because it's a nor- seven oh five is a normal time. Does it's it not you? though. It's oh five. But you always do that for first pitch. That's how things work. It's dumb. It's dumb. Okay. Yeah, why not just start at the top of the hour like every other sport? I like the six thirty five start time. <laughs> You're doing that <laughs> just because I don't like it. I think uh, you know it's right in between six thirty and seven oh five. Contrarian for contrarianism's sake. It's a. Uh, it's just Most a nice people time. People get hungry for dinner at six, so 
Yeah. You're not waiting to get into the stadium for a 7.05 pitch, and you're already, you know, eating, and you're sitting there about to have to use the bathroom you're before first by pitch. Now it's 6.35. instead of 11.30. Yeah. Yeah. 6.35. Let's you all do it. You know what? Yeah. 6.35. That sounds like a good time now. <laughs> How did the uh, Orioles do yesterday, guys? They, they didn't, didn't play, play. So they didn't do bad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't lose. Yeah. They're going to lose today. The somehow the yeah, Orioles really will find a way to lose on their off day. <laughs> somehow find a way to sweep the Yankees because why not? It's April and it won't matter in the long run. Oh, it certainly Ooh. will not. Ooh. Well, actually, weren't they pretty good against the Yankees last year? Considering yes. world. you know, no, no I mean, consider, like in the season series, they won like five or six games or something. Yeah, maybe I'm remembering two years ago because they all kind of run together now. But I just remember when the Yankees. Yeah, I, I think they they actually played pretty well against them because I remember in the 15 or whatever games they played against Tampa, they lost 14 of them or something. Yeah. They only won once, but I they, know uh, a few years ago, Gliber Torres hit like 25 home runs and like 15 of them came against the Orioles or something dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's I yeah. That's they were eight and eleven against the Yankees last year. Okay. Yeah, eight. All right. Well, Jackie Robinson Day around the MLB. Obviously, every year everybody gets to wear forty-two the one time. Then it never gets worn again until the next year. Uh, I think one of the best things in all of Major League Sports that can be done to honor somebody. Yeah, it's a cool day. Uh, obviously, Jackie Robinson had a huge impact on the game of baseball, and and also just. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Sports in general? No, not thing? sports. I was thinking of uh, the civil rights movement. Yeah. And, uh, you know, without him, you know, he changed the game. He changed sports for the better. And um, he definitely deserves that recognition. And, yeah, it, it's all. It's a cool day. It is definitely a cool day. It's a great day. It'd be cool to one day go and see a game in person during that. And if you haven't seen the movie 42 – I'd recommend it. It's a great movie to learn about Jackie Robinson and his life. If you don't know about his life, it's hard uh, not to if you're a sports fan. And he really changed the game. He changed the world because of his character, not just the way he played baseball, but the way he carried himself. It was tough to do what he did. And for us, this young and since it's been 75 years since he broke the color barrier, it's hard for us to try to put our mindset in that situation for them back in the day. And you just got to do your best to take time and appreciate it. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool tradition. And I'm glad that the Major League Baseball does it and acknowledges how impactful Jackie Robinson was, not just on baseball, but on all of sports and on American society as a whole. I mean, I you know the fact that they play with just the jersey number and they don't have player last yes. names or nameplates on the, the jersey part. is really, I think, just really sends that point home that this is not at all about individual players today. It's about Jackie Robinson and who he was as a person and his legacy. And also today, too, it's supposed to be a really nice day, at least on the East Coast, and so the weather's going to be nice, it's going to be a good temperature, the sun's going to be shining most of the day, and that's exactly the kind of weather that you want for a day like this. You know, it's a great day to go watch a game at the ballpark, to enjoy some time with friends and family, and to honor a legend in Jackie Robinson. Yeah, it definitely is. Also, now we'll move to the NHL here quickly. Capitals fall last night to the or Toronto Maple Leafs seven to three, uh, and that's now a 
although they fell 7-3, John Carlson has a five-game, 11-point streak. But, Colin, are you concerned as a Caps fan? Not really. I mean, you did just win four games. I've been saying that I wish they would have signed a better goalie, a veteran goalie, to lead the team come playoffs. I think that shows it, but... We know Toronto's a really good team. Games like that happen, so hopefully they can just get it out of their head. All right. Well, it looks like our guest is on the line, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. And we've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bagent. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. WB Medicine is pleased to introduce six new providers who've joined our medical staffs at Berkeley Medical Center, Jefferson Medical Center, and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Safdar Akbar, Emergency Medicine. Physician's Assistant, Misty Hunsader, Interventional Radiology. Nurse Practitioner, Elena Diggs, Urgent Care. Physician's Assistant, Catherine Lee, Emergency Medicine. Psychiatrist, David Marks, Family Medicine, Psychology. And Physician's Assistant, Stephanie Maybe, Neurology. WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Well, if we talk about the herd, we'd like customarily have to play this song, right, Nick? Yeah, it never gets old when you're talking about the hurt. It never does, as uh, we're back here on the final segment of this special hour-and-a-half-long edition of the Sports Mix. Again, no show next week. Be down covering Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference baseball at the Mingo Bay Classic in South Carolina. Spencer Bui, Nick Ferzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern-turned-part-time employee, Avery Newport, also here with us. Well, now, welcome to the program, the new athletic director for Marshall University, Christian Spears. How are you doing today, Christian? Tremendous. Thanks, guys, for having me on. I look forward to our conversation today. Thank you for joining us. I know you got a busy schedule still going back and forth between Pittsburgh and Huntington as you uh, assume your new post. It's been a month, I believe. Yesterday was a month since you took over March 14th. Man, that's really good. 30 days on yeah. the nose. Uh, appreciate you calling that out. And 
You know, I, I am in town. I, I, I rented a little Airbnb until my house sells in Pittsburgh, but uh, enjoying uh, the time here, and, and man, we got a lot of work to do. Hi, Christian. This is Nick Verzellini. Um, so you mentioned a lot of work to do, and, and it's also kind of being part of a new era at the university, a new president recently in Brad Smith, and, and now you taking over as athletic director. So what's this transition been like for you and uh, working with uh, President Smith? Yeah, I think I've hit the lottery in terms of the presidents that you could have um, You know, for an athletic director in the country. Brad Smith is one of the most remarkable people I have ever been around. And I hope you guys come back to campus this fall for a football game and you get a chance to meet him because you're going to be inspired by him. Uh, you know, I think people know his story. He was the CEO of Intuit. He was a, a graduate of Marshall. Uh, you know, he's never been in higher ed. Uh, he came home uh, because he cares so deeply about the school and wants it to be a beacon for, for others of this region, for students, and has a plan and a process, and, and we are going to take off. And, you know, being a part of his team has been super special. My first 30 days, uh, just being around him and his energy uh, has been amazing. Uh, what, I, what I've been telling people is the most important thing in college athletics to be successful is to have the alignment of leadership, right? So we have a board of governors, and, and that group is aligned with Brad Smith, our president, who's aligned with the athletic director and the athletic department's office who's aligned with our head football coach, who's aligned with our head basketball coach, that alignment may have not existed before the way it exists right now. Uh, so Marshall's about to take off. Christian, thank you for joining us. Colin McLaughlin here, and as we said, a month in for you now and a brand-new conference that Marshall will be entering as well there for the uh, Sun Belt. What is it been like uh, not only learning the new job, but also having to uh, transition the school into that new conference? Yeah, they came on campus. The, the Sunbelt representatives were here last week and, and got a overview of how we do things and are getting prepared for hosting events on our campus. Uh, so it was great for them to be here and, and for our team and staff to meet with all of them. Uh, you know, our football schedule, I'm, I know our Marshall guys are paying attention to it, could not be better. You know, we have Appalachian State at home. We have Coastal Carolina at home. We have Louisiana Lafayette at home. We arguably have the best home schedule out of any of the Sunbelt schools in terms of who's going to be likely ranked in the preseason. Uh, so what an unbelievable chance for us to enter a league and then just make a splash. And part of entering a new league includes all the signage, stuff on the fields. Uh, so you're parlaying doing that on at least the football field with brand new turf. You guys posted on social media yesterday trying to get the fans' take on what color should the end zones be. Uh, how yeah. has it been to not only be able to transition conferences but also kind of rejuvenate maybe the Marshall fan base with some new stuff? Yeah, we got this really unique opportunity because so many of our facilities, you know, have the Conference USA logos on them and, and the schools associated with Conference USA. So now we have this opportunity to change all of our facilities, update a lot of things to include the Sunbelt and the Sunbelt schools. And it starts with our football field, right? A, a very TV visible item. And we, we did it out of fun just to kind of get some excitement going for the football season, sell some tickets and threw out a couple of field options. And I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten from folks. Just, I don't like this. Can you change that? You need to add this. 
and really thoughtful comments. Really, some people uh, gave me graphic designs that they had done themselves. Uh, it was pretty impressive, actually. Um, so we're going to make those changes, listen to that feedback, and I think people are going to be excited about our new field. And Christian, when we're on the topic of fields, obviously uh, the big one that probably is one of the things at the top of your list, I would imagine, is uh, the baseball stadium. What can you tell yeah. us about updates on that, if anything, and uh, when do you imagine that being built? Yeah, well, you know, when I started uh, my first day on the job and at the press conference, it has come up virtually every day that I've been here at Marshall. Every, each day has a baseball stadium topic on the agenda. And, you know, we are making so much progress, right? The, the architects have given us a redesigned configuration. They've done a, a bunch of different layouts for us on how it could actually be configured correctly in, in the varied locations that we have an option to put it on. Uh, and those decisions are going to be made by our, our board of governors here pretty quickly and, and in terms of which site, which location, and then our timeline, right, and, and how quickly can we get that done. You know, the goal is to finish it within two baseball seasons, which is a very aggressive build. Uh, so we are going to do everything humanly possible to meet that goal. And Marshall is going to be playing in a new baseball stadium in the coming years. They are. And, and I'm so excited about launching that project. What I've been telling people is we're not having a groundbreaking. We're having a ribbon cutting. And, and that, that day is coming soon. So as we are joined here by Christian Spears, Spears excuse me, the uh, new athletic director there at Marshall University, a month into the job, what was the ultimate factor for you to uh, take that job? Yeah, you know, this brand is unbelievable. The, the strength in Marshall's brand is unbelievable. And, you know, just being associated and affiliated with Marshall, you guys, the, those that graduated from Marshall – you know what I'm talking about. You, there's this sense of pride and camaraderie in this community, and it embraces you, and, and there's this great history and tradition, and you just feel connected to it really quickly. So a big piece of it was, hey, I'm the athletic director at We Are Marshall, right? And, and it feels pretty gosh darn good um, to be associated with such an amazing place. Uh, but the people here that, that I'm going to get to work with and for, uh, in particular Brad, are just so extraordinary that it would be impossible to say no to this. It, it all, it, we all know this. It's all about people to get things done. And we have unbelievable people here in Huntington and affiliated with Marshall. So it was a no-brainer. Hi, Christian. Avery Newport here. Uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, Jeff O'Malley. He was the interim AD, of course. How did he help you transition into your role as the athletic director? Tell us kind of how his experience and, and his knowledge kind of helped you transition. Yeah. You know, 20 years of institutional knowledge, seven months as the interim athletic director, uh, understanding, you know, how this place has been managed over the last two decades has worked for two different athletic directors, Bob Mark and Mark Camrick. Um, and he's just such a great steward to the community and our coaching staff. And he understands Every place has a little bit of a rhythm and a pace, right? And there's politics associated with with most collegiate institutions, good, bad, or indifferent, there is. And he understands a lot of those things and has shared that with me um, in a number of different occasions. And 
um, prevented me from stepping into things that I probably didn't want to and and then helped me make sure that we did things the right way. So it is it has gone as smooth as it can possibly go. Uh, and that's not always the case. When when you compete for an athletic director job and you don't get it, uh, you know, and the new person comes in, that can go sideways. And it just hasn't. And then so much of it is because of Jeff and and his personality and how he's managed it. Um, so I got a ton of respect for him, and, and him and I are working really well together. So as a Marshall fan, when you look at – you've got a whole new regime really coming in. you got a new president. You're the new yep. AD. Last year – or a, a year ago, uh, head coach uh, Charles Huff came in. How do you think a herd fan views Marshall now that you've got renewed energy in football, the one of the biggest sports at the school, if not the biggest, and then all throughout the rest of you know the leadership there? How do you think as a herd fan, what would you tell them is coming next uh, when it comes to how the fan engagement is and everything along those lines? Yeah, you know what? I've, I've been telling people now is the time to jump back in. If you've fallen off the wagon, jump back on it. Because in two or three years, you are going to be so proud of this place, right? We're not where we want to be. We've got some things to do to get better. Uh, But I am so confident in the coaching staff that we have. Coach Huff is one of the best. And he is going to win football games. And the kids are going to rally around him. And this community is going to love being a part of Marshall football. So, yeah, we won seven games last year, and I have super high expectations for us. He has super high expectations for for himself and his team. Uh, so now's the time to jump in. Don't wait until we win to join. You know, join us now, uh, because when we win, it's going to be a whole heck of a lot more fun to be a part of the ride from the start. Uh, so I, that's been my message, and, and you're going to see it happen in basketball. And you're going to see it happen in in a number of our sports. We are on the cusp of doing something crazy good uh, as we enter into a new league. They don't know who we are, and they don't know what's coming, uh, but they're going to find out soon. Uh, Last one here, Christian. We only have about a minute or so. Um, You're about a month into your job. Where do you want to see uh, the athletic department in a year? Yeah, you're solidified in uh, all the right people, right? So much of it is about recruiting and retaining our best and brightest people. This has been a launching pad for a lot of places, uh, for a lot of people. They, they've come to Marshall and they've gone to other spots and, and they've had successful careers. Uh, you know, I understand that. I respect that. I want people to have opportunities to grow and develop and, and, and do more. Uh, but I also recognize that this can be a destination, right? Marshall is special. And if we can just convince all of those great people to stay on board with us and help us build something amazing, uh, we can really take off. And I'd like to see that happen in this first year, solidify our best and brightest, get them to love this place and commit to it. Because um, it's going to take four or five years to build it the way we want. Uh, and, and really good things are on the horizon for us. All right. Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears, thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to join us today, Christian. Yeah, you Marshall grads, you got a place back here anytime you want, and I really appreciate you guys having me on today. All right, thank you again, Christian Spears, new Marshall Athletic Director, a month into his job. That'll do it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to head coach for the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Aaron Byler, for coming on. Special night tonight will be there, 6.30 early pregame, 7 p.m. first pitch to cover the honoring of the new hitting facility for the late assistant coach Brett Twig. 
And uh, thanks to Marshall New Athletic Director Christian Spears and to Jason Corrier for helping us set that up. That'll do it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. For Avery, Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tonight, and then we'll be off for the show next week, but we'll be in Mingo, the, the Mingo Bay Classic. <laughs>